Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today. Coming up on NBA Today, the NBA preseason is in full swing. We have you covered on everything from the weekend, including some new faces in new places. Plus, could we see James Harden dealt this week, or will he be suiting up for the Sixers come opening night? We have the very latest coming out of Philly, and number one overall pick, Victor Wimbanyama, is set to debut tonight for the Spurs against another Rookie of the Year hopeful. All that and more. NBA Today starts now. Welcome in to NBA Today, and happy Monday, everyone. I'm Andrea Carter, (laughs) holding it down for Malika Andrews. I couldn't ask for a better crew to share the desk with me. Here, Roz Goldamwode, Ramona Shelburne, Chenea Gumake, Hall of Famer Mark Spears is going to join us shortly. What a weekend it was, ladies. Not only did we get a wonderful Game 1 in the WNBA Finals between the Aces and the Liberty, but... We also had our first look at plenty of teams, new faces in new places, like I just mentioned. We also had these teams that made off-season moves that had us on the edge of our seats. So, we won't wait any longer. Let's do a little full-court press. Check out the first full weekend of NBA preseason action, starting with the Lakers and Warriors. Anthony Davis, we're in the first quarter here. Gets the spin and the layup. That's always good to see, Chanae. That's a pro move right there. I like him agile off the dribble. On the other end, talk about new faces and new places. Chris Paul with the mid-range J. His signature. That's the shot we know and love. (laughs) And then, how many times are we going to say this this season, Paul, to Steph Curry for three? Curry finished with eight. Paul with six. The Warriors win 125 to 108. Take it to the Suns. Against the Pistons first quarter, Kevin Durant hits the pull-up three. The big three were unstoppable one-on-one. Could just break down their defender. Oh, look at that move. Get out the way. Where are you going? To the fadeaway. Devin Booker creating some space with that mid-range. Headband, that's all I see. That's the look this year. I know it is. Nothing like a little penetrate and kick out. Headband book. That's Bradley Beal for the corner three. Suns win 130 to 126. D-Book repping his home state. Not mad at it. Celtics Sixers. Kristaps Porzingis Ooh. knocks down Ooh. the versatility. Catch and shoot three in. The jab. I mean, what? And then the cool face after. I'm sorry. That man has a family. He does. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey blows by the defense. Cooked. See ya. Maxey had 24 points third quarter. Drew Holiday, we're already seeing his defense make an impact. He makes things happen in a they take it and go the other way off of it. Yeah, that's Jason Tatum to Jalen Brown for the slam a minute later. Talk about defense, Ramona. That's what he does. Well, look, they have two all-defensive guards in the backcourt now. You thought you lost Marcus Smart and a lot of D? Here comes Drew Holiday. Jalen Brown's like, thank you so much for these transition <laughs> opportunities, Drew. I appreciate you. Celtics win 114 to 106. Jazz Clippers in Hawaii. Hawaii sounds nice. Paul George <laughs> forcing the turnover. Bones Ooh, Highland. Beautiful pass. Behind the back to Kawhi. Good to see him out there later Ooh. in the first. 
Little shimmy. Look, that is his bread and butter right there. Also, Kawhi playing in the preseason. Yes, yes. we love, love to see it. Setting the tone. Come on, availability. Setting the tone. Availability or what? Oh, George <laughs> with the handles. Hits the mid-range <laughs> jumper. George had eight. Clippers fell in this one, 96 to 101. We just showed you the preseason debuts for Anthony Davis, Tyrese Maxey, and the Suns' big three. They already look to be in midseason form, but some other players had big debuts too. Peyton Pritchard, Marvin Bagley, and the rookie Jarris Walker all had solid efforts to start the season. Y'all, Peyton Pritchard got paid this weekend and immediately backed that up with his play on the court. That's how you do it. Nothing like a little validation to give you confidence <laughs> on the court. A right, $30 million dollar validation. 30 million, 30 million. <laughs> I, I will take that check and show you why I have it. And we now welcome in Anscape senior writer Mark Spears into our conversation. Mark, good to see you. Listen, out of everything that happened this weekend, what is the one performance or storyline that stood out to you? Well, I was at Chase Center in San Francisco, and it was good. Another guy to see in uniform, Anthony Davis. I thought he was really, really great. 15 points, five rebounds without LeBron, without Austin Reeves, and playing with a bunch of newcomers. And when you see newcomers, you see Christian Wood, Cam Reddish, Torian Prince, Jackson Hayes, and, man, there's more. Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Maxwell Lewis, the rookies. And each of those guys played at least 10 minutes. So Anthony Davis actually expressed a lot of excitement about having Wood in the front court along with Jackson Hayes. And he says he is going to throw alley-oop passes to Jackson Hayes this season. So I'm curious to see these assists coming from Anthony Davis, who, who look great. And uh, he was hoping that this preseason these new guys can implement everything the Lakers are trying to do. Now, my biggest takeaway from the weekend, other than we worked a fabulous game one of the WNBA That's coming. Finals. That's coming. Let's, coming. let's start with the NBA, though. What I really appreciated was we have been talking about, and my guys, Richard and Perk, were like, the Bucks are it. The Bucks have made it with that two-way, that two-man pick and roll with Damon Giannis. The Celtics had an opportunity to show what their hand. I was surprised that Drew Holiday came off the bench, but I understand, given the circumstances, with how quickly he became a Celtic. But overall, the Celtics looked all right. They looked like they did not miss a beat in my estimation, especially with Drew. I mean, maybe his shooting was not all the way there. He came out of the gates. They were running a lot of offenses, basically saying, hey, we need you to be that guy. You saw those subliminal messages. But on the other hand, it was that guy you just saw prior taking the shot. Chris Stapps Porzingis, mm. five for seven, mm. 17 points. If he plays like that this season, we have a whole different conversation with my bros, Richard and Perk, um, as the season starts. So, same game, different story, though. Tyrese Maxey is going to play a big role for the Philadelphia 76ers. And you saw the things that he had been working on all summer long. He's hunting three-pointers. He had eight three-point attempts in this game. That's a 41% three-point shooter last year, so he's going to hunt those this year. And watch the change of speed, change of direction. That's how he gets by guys now on the on the perimeter. That's something he's worked on all summer, and you saw that in this game. No James Harden, but maybe Maxi is enough. Oh. Listen, you know that things are getting intense when Shanae's voice hits that high pitch. <laughs> that high pitch, you know things are getting real when Shanae's voice hits that. Now, Roz, you had some thoughts on the Bay. Yeah, out in the Bay, Warriors side, the whole Chris Paul with Stephen Curry and the Warriors showed some good signs. You know, a lot of times we talk about two-player game, and you often think of a guard and a big and a pick and roll. Well, this was a two-guard game. A lot of the action happened on the wing, whether it was a handoff or a pass and flare. It, it made the defense have to make a lot of tough decisions. And who better to read those decisions?
decisions than Chris Paul and Stephen Curry. So it'll be fun to see that grow out. And historically, the Warriors, uh, they flirt with being reckless on offense at times. So while I'm watching Chris Paul out there, I'm thinking, oh, he brings poise and IQ to their offense. You know, in those moments where the, the turnovers are starting to bleed into one another or time and situation, he's just going to be there to add some poise. And you heard Steve Kerr. He said, it's really nice to have him on our team mm. because you can mm -hmm. just trust over and over that Chris Paul is going to make the right play. Yeah. I know we're going to talk a lot about Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and company, but keep an eye on Jonathan Kaminga because oh, a lot of the narrative has has been that this team is getting older. Can they still get to where they need to go? Under the radar, they're still developing talent. Yeah. What was Jonathan from the field? Eight for 14 for 24 points. Mm. I mean, the back half of last season, he played really well. His three-point percentage went up. If he's able to be that guy, you have Wiggins back, you have Stepping himself, you have Clay, you know, transitioning, which we discovered from maybe the three to the four defensively. If those pieces come together, it's not a foregone conclusion that this team can make it far in the West as well. Yeah, I think the turnovers really stand out. And don't out forget Moody. Don't forget Moody. Ball. Yeah, Mark, what Thank you, you got? Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Don't forget. He said, don't forget Moody. And, you know, those two young players in particular, the Warriors were ready to lean on them a lot last season. Yep. They weren't ready. Mm -hmm. So now yep. this year, for them to truly be a championship contender, the young guys have to develop and get better. And you're already hearing the whispering to make it full circle back to Chris Paul. Chris Paul has been really huge for the development of Kaminga and helping him come along. I love yeah. it when uh, Roz goes back into her Bay Area bag. Right. Bay Area bag. Bay Area is represented. Mark, you, you were there. You were there on site. What did you see from the Warriors? You just mentioned Moody. And it was a uh, great basketball with Chris Paul's there. I think Roz hit it. The Warriors have a lot of turnovers that probably makes the, all the Dub Nation just scratch their heads, you know, pull out their hair. I don't have much to pull out, but they do. Um, but Chris Paul just made things so much easier for uh, for Clay, so much easier for Steph. And, and that's going to be the challenge. Like, how much do you play him? With what lineup? Keep in mind, Draymond Green was out. Uh, and he's going to be out for a couple of weeks with an ankle injury. So when Draymond's back, who starts, which is the big question there. But, you know, if you don't think Chris Paul is going to make this team better, I think you're crazy. I mean, he looked great. You know, some stars didn't play, but we did get our first look at plenty of stars this weekend. But there is so much more to look forward to as the preseason rolls on. Coming up, the NBA's most hyped prospect in over two decades is set to make his debut tonight. But what are the chances, y'all? Victor Wimbanyama isn't even the best rookie on the floor. And James Harden is still a sixer, but for how long? The latest on the Clippers' pursuit to add the former MVP to their roster. Speaking of MVPs, it was a full house in Sin City for game one of the WNBA Finals. How a trio of aces were able to help Vegas get one step closer to basketball royalty. Keep it locked on NBA Today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We're just forming a dynasty here. We want to go down in the books as one of the best teams the W has ever seen. How tough is it going to be to beat this Aces team? This is why we all came here. We came here to contend for WNBA championship. We plan on putting on a show. We felt like this finals matchup was destiny, and it's here. to NBA Today, Andrea Carter in for Malika Andrews. Y'all, we came into this WNBA season talking super teams. New York and Las Vegas have been on a collision course all season long. This weekend, we finally got what we have all been waiting for. We got to get into the highlights because this game was everything we expected it to be. Liberty seeking to have their first game one win in the WNBA Finals against the former champion Aces who are looking to make history by winning back-to-back championships. Tom Brady was in the house. LeBron James air swoops. Cheryl Swoops, for those that don't know. Ashanti. Hello. Ashanti. Early in the game, this is Asia Wilson taking it coast to coast, defense leading to offense. Who can stop her when she's out on the run? That's size, athleticism, speed. Yo, yeah, the first take half, it, Janae. Take it. Just the take French it. woman, Marine Johannes, was on another level. Did we talk about her pregame or no? Oh, you did, sis. You no. were correct. <laughs> we did. We we're did. Correct. She's so fun to watch. She turned it over a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little hey, bit. Oh, wow. Not wow. Maybe. Wow. The analysis coming through, but it's okay. The hype is still there. Look at this Look, one. One legged. She was their only hope offensively when it comes to the guards correct. in the first half. So correct. you'll take the good with, with the, the bad. bad. <laughs> and there's with a smile. That little smart, because she knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was getting that thing off. Had an assist as well, finding Brianna Stewart under the hoop. Liberty were up three. The half, but we'll take you to the third quarter. Just over four minutes left. Aces up one at this point. John Cole Jones denied. Lock party Asia Wilson. It's a party of one. Two time oh defensive God. player of the year for a reason. It is a party of one. Roz, I'm going to let you take this one because the next couple plays are all Jackie Young. The basket got big for her. She could take it from three. Oh, she was attacking the defender. Everybody was getting driven on. You know what they say on that? Cooked. See ya. To the cup. Chelsea Gray likes it. The energy is incredible. And this, the give and go action. Looking for a dime. At this point. Plenty of dimes. The cutting of the the aces was on all night long. We'll take you under five. That's a movie. (laughs) 
Happy birthday, Chelsea, by the way. Happy birthday. Under five minutes to go. Ace is up big at this point. Plum drives to the paint, finishes on the reverse layup. Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young had career playoff highs. Here's Plum after the win. I have the best teammates in the world, so whatever I got to do to just get open, Chelsea's going to find me. Jack was phenomenal tonight. Uh, it was just a great team win. Game ones are very, very huge when you're playing in a series. Uh, the team, the away team normally comes in and wants to steal it. I mean, it's one of the games that you got to come up with. So I think for us to kind of weather the storm and go through a little adversity and kind of shake the rust off uh, and still get the win, uh, it was really big for us. All right, Chene, so the MVP matchup between Azer mm. Wilson and Brianna Stewart was the marquee matchup for this 2023 finals. When yep. it comes to those two players, what did you see in game one? I saw players both be efficient, but in different ways. I mean, and be effective in different ways. If you look at Stewie, she operates really well. I broke it down not too long ago in system. Gets the left-handed layup. That was the easiest basket of the night for her. She still yeah. got to the free throw line. She still made some points, but watch Asia. I mean, Asia, this was in system for her with the screen, but she gets to her bag face up, mid-range, one-on-one. Her mid-range was going crazy. So if you look at these two MVPs, obviously Asia had the advantage because her numbers were better statistically off of the field goal. But Stewie, she actually had a pretty decent showing. But this yep, right here yep, yep, is going to tell it. the tale. This will evolve. If mm -hmm. she's able to lower these numbers, I think that that will help them because overall that will show that New York is back to their basketball in system. Because even scoring these points, it's all about efficiency. Yep. The efficiency is important. And as much as I love talking about you wonderful post players. Oh, I know where you're going. The story of the night was the guards. And we're going to talk specifically about the Aces guards. Becky Hammond said three things at their practice on Saturday. She said we're going to be persistent. Watch Kelsey Plum here. Just cutting, moving, oh, through the lane, up, under, finish. Gets to her right hand. She's a lefty finishing with her right hand. That's persistence. This is poise. Jackie Young with one of her five threes. That's also a foul. That's yeah. a foul. Yep. She knocks it yep. down. Yep. Persistent, poised, and then you know Chelsea Gray is always going to be prepared. Yep. The three starting guards for the Aces did exactly what Becky Hammond told the team they needed to do. That mid-range game from Chelsea Gray is so incredibly smooth. We talked pregame about the matchup between the guards yep. and how important that was going to be. And if you see, the Aces won that matchup. 72 points, efficient. That's over 40% from the field from the Aces guards. Meanwhile, the Liberty, 31 points on 11 of 27 from the field. So when it comes to the guards, this was a pretty big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the New York Liberty guards have to step up. Yep. We saw a quieter game from Sabrina Ionescu than we thought. Usually she goes out there when her team is down. She wants to go there and hit a dagger. Yep. We saw a quieter game than, um, you know, we expected also from Courtney Vandersloot. Yep. She's this is the team. If you see them passing the ball, they're playing their game. There was a lot of dribbling, yeah. over dribbling, and I think that sort of was a departure of what we knew. So overall, this we all came in with like the two-time MVPs head to head. It was really determined by the backcourt, and that's yep. how the finals go. It's the unexpected versus the expected. Yeah, and Shanae talked a little bit about Liberty and their offense, and we're gonna circle back to that because I know you want to touch a little bit on John Quill Jones, but Liberty, when it comes to their defense, Roz, how can they turn the table in game two? What do you need to see? Well, I think first you have to see them compete defensively. And you look at the two names you mentioned, Courtney Vandersloot, Sabrina Ionescu, two super talented players, especially on offense. But on defense, if the Aces guards are faster or stronger, well, then the margin of error is smaller, and they've got to concentrate to limit that advantage. So, you know, I like a breakdown. Run it. Run it. Let's, let's shut on the tape. Let's shut on the tape. So, 
Kelsey Plum drives on Sloot. Sloot is passive. She gets caught up on the screen. She's not going over the top and taking taking away the three. She's going under, but she's also not taking away the layup. Look at Jonquil Jones mm. stuck out there on Kia Stokes, who took zero shots. You don't got to be that glued out there on her, but you've got to take something away. All right, Sabrina's on Jackie Young. She's going to contest hard, but you have to concentrate. Change your feet. Send her baseline into your help. Instead, she opens up and allows Jackie Young to go to the middle and utilize her athleticism and strength to body her to the basket. So, again, if, if you're a opponent is more athletic or stronger, the margin of error is smaller. I just don't think we saw um, the best representation of the Liberty's mental toughness on defense. And I would recommend that's where they can make a response. But we did see a few things that were good from the New York Liberty from the jump, we knew exactly who they wanted to get the ball to and who had the advantage in the matchups. It was John Quell Jones versus Kia Stokes. John Quell Jones versus the Vegas Aces switching. That's why they had the first half lead. They went away from that in the second. And I do think it's hard to shoulder the load if you're Jade or if you're one player throughout the course of a series. You know, we saw different Aces step up at different times. JJ was that woman in the first half. So if I'm looking back at this, I was like, look, we had some good things there. We just to figure out a way to balance our offense on both sides, but that matchup is a matchup to watch. Well, listen, all we know is there's going to be a game two, and adjustments mm -hmm. have to be made, so we're excited for this series. We'll see if the Liberty can turn things around. I love what you said about the competitive edge and needing to bring that mentally. Game two of the WNBA Finals is Wednesday night, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, on ESPN and the app. WNBA Countdown tips off our coverage at 8 Eastern. Coming up, on NBA Today, newest member of the Boston Celtics, Drew Holiday, made his debut last night, but it was not exactly how we expected to see him. Find out what we're talking about next. Plus, James Harden still in Philly, but could he end up across the country? We have the latest on his trade request and where he may land when the season starts. And speaking of debuts, we saw the new Suns Big Three in action last night. Oh. And Malika sat down with their owner, Matt Ishbia. Don't miss it. NBA Today. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all got to be willing to do more because we haven't accomplished what we're trying to do. I think definitely hearing my voice a little bit more this season, JT's voice a little bit more this season, everybody knows what our goal is. And everybody knows what the goal is. Adding myself, adding Drew now, it's clear what we're trying to achieve here. 
I know this is a blue collar town. They love people that work hard and they put their heart into it. Every time I step into the court, I give you my everything. This speaks to our eagerness to be the best possible team we can be. We're trying to win a championship. The 76ers and Celtics tipped off their preseason in Boston, and Celtics fans got their first look at Kristaps Porzingis and Drew Holiday in Celtics uniforms. No Harden or Embiid in this one. They did not play, but we got to see some superstars. First quarter, Kristaps Porzingis, my goodness, knocking it down, throws it down, drops the defender. Janae, what would you do if you were the defender? Go home. <laughs> Throws it down again. He showed how mobile. This was he a is. statement. This was a statement. Yeah, no, that everybody Very kept talking about his impact. This game. Oh my goodness, Maxi though. Change of pace. We love to see it. He's so fun to watch. He is. I think it's his hair too. Eat that part. And not today, Jaden Springer representing Tennessee. I'm just gonna throw that in there. Rises up to block Jason Tatum. Beautiful defense on that. And later in the third, Drew Holiday. Defense forces the turnover. Active hands. We love to see it. That's what he's known for. Jalen Brown, the winning recipient of that defensive play. Brown had 19. Holiday had six. Celtics win 114 to 106. And we welcome back Mark Spears with us. And Mark, Drew Holiday came off the bench for this one. A bit of a surprise. He got to Boston about a week ago. About a week ago. I, I knew someone was going to pick you. up on it. Thank you for that. Janae, you let me down on that one. But, but that's I used to okay. be that person. That's okay. You let me down. Mark, how should the Celtics use Drew Holiday? You know, Derek White started as a talented scoring guard. He got that new Shamar Moore look going and everything now. But it's Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is an all-star. Drew Holiday is one of the best, if not the best, defenders in the NBA. And over the course of his 14 seasons, he started 825 of 906 games. He ain't coming off the bench when the season starts. I, I can't see that experiment being much longer. Uh, keep in mind, too, that he's up for a contract extension in April with the Celtics. You don't want to play games with that. So, I, I, you know, it was cute. I get it. Derek White, you're going to be a six-man-of-the-year candidate. But I expect Drew Holiday to be in that starting lineup soon. Mark, I, I feel you with that. And, you know, Drew has been a starter for most all his career for a reason and just what he brings as far as leadership setting the tone for competitiveness for defense to a starting lineup but you know I could see him being featured a lot with the second unit because you know it gives him an opportunity to, be, to showcase his scoring point guard ability don't forget he dropped 50 points last season Drew absolutely can put the ball in the bucket so in a second unit situation he might be able to shine there um, as opposed to when he's out there with Porzingis or Tatum or or Jay Jalen, you know, you might be facilitating more to make sure that those guys shine. So there's uh, some flexibility in how you can use him there. But absolutely, I see Drew Holiday as a starter. And we all know, Ramona, what Drew can bring defensively. Raj just touched a little bit on his scoring ability. But what else do you feel like he can bring offensively? I mean, we talked a lot this summer how Jason Tatum was going to do a little bit of everything this year, bringing the ball up the court, facilitating the offense, playing more in the post. Well, with Jason Tatum, that's a lot for him to carry. Drew Holiday 
can do all of those things. And so you saw him do that in Milwaukee as well. When Giannis had the ball and he was initiating the offense, Drew Holiday would play more of a complimentary role. When Giannis was not there or Giannis needed a break, Drew would jump into that role. I think you just see him slide right into that spot alongside Jason Tatum. And those two guys know each other from USA Basketball. This isn't just a new partnership that's starting here in Boston. They've known each other for several years and played together. Let me get this correct. Drew has to be a starter. There's, like, no question about this. This yeah. is a guy that is an all-star. This is a guy that is a championship piece. And I know we're talking about the minutes distribution, if you can see this right here, because, yeah, he played 22 minutes. Yes, he came off the bench. Yes, he got here about a week ago. But the reality is he's about that guy that wins you championships. When he's the second or third best player on your team, you can hoist a trophy. Mm-hmm. So he's going to start. He's going to contribute. And most importantly, he is balanced for them. I mean, he plays that signature Celtics defense. Last time I checked, they had the best defense in the NBA a couple years ago when they made it to the finals. He's capable of bringing them back there even after they lost Marcus Smart. Offensively, he's the guy that held the thread in Milwaukee. He's the one that when Chris Middleton was out, he held them in those games and hit some clutch shots. So I'm looking at this like, this is a no. Yeah, but they made a big deal about Derek White starting this year. They made a big deal. Respectfully. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Respectfully. Okay. But sometimes you'll see players take, take a backseat yeah. for, for, for the team. And Let's that's, just start that's six okay. then, right? We're, we're going to switch the conversation because, like we said, it's early. And it's not who yeah. starts the game. It's who finishes the game. It's not who starts the season. It's who finishes in the season. We're going to switch to the Philly side because James Harden, he had a long workout pregame, but he did not play. Our very own Adrian Wojnarowski spoke about it on Countdown. The Clippers would like to get a deal done sooner than later. They also don't want to raise their offer, given they're the only team That's right. that is bidding That's on correct. him. They've offered Philly more than anybody else has. A first-round pick, a pick swap, expiring contracts, where Daryl Morey's looking at the Clippers and saying, Steve Ballmer's never been under 500. They will figure out a way to have a competitive team. That right. may not be a great pick. And so I think for the Clippers right now, it's we're not trying to offer you more. We're not giving you that 2030 first-round pick. But let's see what we can turn that 2028 pick, see if we can flip it, and then see if there's something that more interests Daryl Morey. But that being said, there's no traction. They're not close to anything. Ramona, I'm going to come to you on this one mm-hmm. because you, you have all the insider information. Where are all sides on this today? I mean, I, I think Woj said that very well, which is there's not, there's not traction on this right now. But the, uh, the, and you talk to people now, there's more going on with this than there has been in the last month or so when I think things were very dormant. And that's just because we're approaching the start of the season. You see people wanting more clarity. James Harden showed up and he's playing. From what I've been told, the, the, the Clippers know what they need to do to get James Harden. It's just a question of whether they want to go all the way there. And as Adrian was explaining, can they get more creative with some of the assets that they already have so they're not necessarily bidding against themselves? Now, from Philly's point of view, I think they are fine. James Harden is in camp. James Harden is participating. James Harden is being a good soldier right now. He is looking like he is part, he's not causing any problems. And so this is going to – they're really bidding against the Sixers' willingness to take any kind of compromise. And James Harden can change things in an instant with – whatever he wants to say when he finally starts talking. I'm going to turn to Mark on this one because, Mark, you've seen a lot of trades in your time. How do you digest all that's going on here? Well, the Clippers are trusting their process. You know, they've been for months just being patient, you know, not in a rush. Are they interested? Yes, they're interested, but they're not desperate. And when they go to training camp right now and they see their team healthy and they see Kawhi playing, there's still that curiosity about if we just leave this team alone and it's healthy, can they win a championship? There's there's still that elephant in the room about whether 
what they can be if they're healthy or not. But James Harden has that relationship with PG. He has a relationship with Kawhi. That could give him three LA stars, especially going into a new arena next season. So the Clippers are looking at it. They're interested, as Woj just said, but they're not in no rush at all. Janae just had a mic drop on Drew Holiday starting. Roz, what's your mic drop on <laughs> James Harden? Is it worth it? They, they go get him? What, what you got? Listen, anything's worth it if it makes you a contender for a championship. So that's what you have to evaluate because there is urgency. You know, Mark said they're not in a rush, but there is urgency. The Bucks and the Celtics have upped the ante. They got that much better over the course of the last two weeks. We're seeing early preseason action and, you know, Phoenix, those three stars there, KD, Book, Beal, that first quarter was explosive. Uh, Chris Paul looks pretty comfortable with the Warriors. The Nuggets are the Nuggets. Like, the decision that needs to be made is, are you going to seriously contend at the top for a championship because the top has become that elite, or are you going to be a nice playoff team? I think there is urgency around that this season. I'll I'll add this too, Roz. I I just think that they're bidding against themselves, right? So I, I agree with you. I think they push them to – he pushes them to another level. But I think there's this gamemanship, like we're not going to get played by Daryl Morey. He's just going to have to give them to us because we know that James Harden wants to come here. So whether it's Terrence Mann, I don't, I don't – I think Terrence Mann's probably the best they could get. But the Clippers are just waiting until Daryl just says, all right. I think it's more on Daryl Morey than it is on the Clippers. Well, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's still a lot more to come in regards to James Harden and whether or not he will be in Philly. There's still a lot more to come here on NBA Today as well. We're going to head out to San Antonio to check in on number one overall pick, Victor Wimbanyama, ahead of his preseason debut. NBA Today. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama. The future is here. Here comes Victor Wembanyama. We've never seen anything like him. He really has it all. He heads to San Antonio, following in the footsteps of fellow number one picks Tim Duncan, David Robinson. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and learn as quick as possible because I want to win that ring. Saying Cole. Welcome back to NBA Today. The wait is over. The best prospect to enter the NBA makes his preseason debut tonight as Victor Wimbanyama and the Spurs visit the Thunder. Andrew Lopez joins us live from Oklahoma City ahead of tonight's exhibition game. And Andrew, Spurs fans got their first up-close-and-personal look of Victor Wimbanyama in the silver and black scrimmage on Saturday. What did you see from Victor's performance? He looked as advertised so far in that scrimmage back on Saturday. You know, he did a couple of, of Wemby-like things. He caught a alley-oop from Devontae Graham at an angle that didn't seem possible. He had a step-back three that had the crowd ooh and an on. But I think the best part was his passing. Uh, I think the first possession of the game, he had a little no-look pass uh, to Zach Collins down in the post. 
the the biggest pass, I think the biggest play he made uh, was one where he went behind the back, went into a spin move. The ball almost gets away from his his long arms, pulls it back in, and makes a perfect cross court pass to Devontae Graham, who was in the opposite corner for a three pointer. And I think uh, as we asked him after that game, he said, "Look, the best players are the ones who make his your teammates better." So. The passing is going to be something I think we see grow as a part of his game. Well, passing could be huge as he is finding his teammates. But, Andrew, stellar play aside, what else did you see Saturday that served as a potential indicator for how Victor will be used during the regular season? Now, we have to take this with a grain of salt. It was just a 40-minute scrimmage, four quarters, 10-minute running quarters. But it was how they used him. Uh, that could be an indicator of what we see as his minutes. He would start a quarter, come out around the four-minute mark, or at least head to the table. At the end of the second quarter, he kind of came back to the table, maybe with about two minutes left, but he but didn't get back in the game. There was no stoppage of play. Same thing in the third quarter as in the first, and then in the fourth, checked out with about six minutes left, came back with about four minutes left. You, you add that up, and you're looking at maybe if that's the pattern that they want to use for him in the regular season, it could be a 28- to 30-minute window uh, that we see Victor this year. But... We'll see how he plays tonight and kind of go off of that. Andrew, thank you so much for the info. Enjoy Oklahoma City and enjoy the game tonight. And we know that all eyes are on Victor Wimbanyama as he heads into the season. Vegas has him as the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. According to Caesars, Wimby is the favorite, followed by Scoot Henderson. And Victor's opponent tonight, the 2022 number two overall pick, Shet Holmgren, also in the running. We bring in Mark Spears here. And Mark, I want to ask you, what are your expectations and what are you looking for to see from Wimby tonight? Well, I need to apologize to Tony Parker first. He told me several years ago that, hey, there's this kid, the seven-footer from France you need to check out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he was right. Uh, but, you know, Victor came on the map to me back in 2021 when he actually played his rookie of the year competitor, Chet Holmgren, in the U19 finals, France versus USA. And I'll tell you what, Victor got the better of that game, even though USA won. Victor had 22 points, eight rebounds, blocked eight shots in 27 minutes. And uh, at the end of that, USA fans were like, who's this French kid? That was basically Victor's uh, coming out game. And obviously then, as, as you see now, he needs to get a lot stronger. Uh, the same was said for Chet Holmgren, that he needed to get a lot stronger as well. So, um, you know, I think there's certainly a learning curve there. But when I saw Victor in Vegas last year, his other coming out party against the G League Ignite, it was just like my, my mouth was dropped. I hadn't seen somebody that special in a long time. I know one thing that he told Malika around draft time, Mark, was that he doesn't feel pressure. So we'll see how the pressure, if it gets to him or how he handles it tonight. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. Continue being great. As always, you're the best. We appreciate you so much. Coming up next, our very own Malika Andrews sat down with Suns owner Matt Ishbia. Hear what he has to say about winning not only the finals, but everything else as well. Don't miss it. NBA Today. We'll be right back. Yesterday and today I'm coming down and I'm running and see like playing pick and roll with D Book. But the other corner I got KD and then Brendan Bill, I'm saying, God damn. <laughs>
We have been waiting over three months to see the new Suns Big Three, and they did not disappoint in their debut. Were we waiting patiently, impatiently? Were we, were we patient? We were. We were patiently impatient. Okay, ask the Stanford women, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get to the highlight early in the first quarter. Devin Booker with the mid-range jumper. Headband book, is that a thing? Suns up four. 30 seconds later, Beal hits Kevin Durant. He for sees the right over the D. Halfway through the first quarter, Suns lead 23 to 13. Suns bringing up the ball. Booker, stop face on the dime. That's so hard to guard. Two minutes left in the first. Suns lead 37-23. That's Eric Gordon bringing the ball up the court. Passes to Beal, sinks the three. We've seen that all day, every day, but New Jersey. We saw, that, we saw that earlier in the Aces highlight. Damn. Early, Ooh, second quarter. Sun's up 16. Booker takes himself. How long? You knew that was coming. Nails the three-pointer. Booker, 12 points. Sun's up 19. Sun's still cruising. Beal takes it himself, drives into the paint for the lay-in. Put a cup. Bradley Beal had 11 points. Get used points. to Nurkic on that pick and roll. Oh, okay, Nurkic. I like that. I like that. Give Nurkic some credit. Durant. House in the house. Flowers to Nurkic. <laughs> too small. He's there too. No, I appreciate that, Ramona. <laughs> the Suns gave a little glimpse of what the offense could be Ooh. this season. The Nobody shot making missed. was on point That's in a whole the lot of first green. quarter. Y'all, the Suns shot 85% from the field, including 13 for 15 on twos and four for five on threes. No team shot 85% in a first quarter during the regular season last year. So my pressing question here, Ramona, I'm gonna come to you for this one. It's more of a statement that <laughs> yeah. I want you to finish and then say why. Okay. The Suns <laughs> will win the championship if. There's a lot of people who can score. Not everybody can sacrifice, okay? And, and my friend Mark Spears always likes to point out the, the Boston Celtics, when they had the big three in 2008, those three guys learned how to sacrifice. Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin, Dur Kevin Garnett. Those guys, all of them could score 30. But you, they don't need all of them to score 30 in one game. And so if the Suns, big three, they all can score 30, 40, 50. How many, book, how many do you have one day? <laughs> 70, right? Crazy. They all can score. But who can sacrifice? And I think my big question for them is when it comes down to it, in those moments, Kevin Durant has won a championship. Can he lead them and teach them how to do that? All of the Phoenix Suns' big three, they can score, but can they defend? Defend, okay. Defense. Okay. Defense will carry you and through. You know the what team. they say, offense sells tickets? Defense wins games, right? Defense will have to win them games. And I think it's really interesting because a subplot is that all of these guys are kind of under-the-radar defenders. Kevin Durant, a very good help defender. D-Book, the evolution of his career, turning more into a two-way guard, right? Beal, now we'll have to wait and see if he wants to get low and get in the stance and compete with the rest of those guys. <laughs> they've lost Aiton, they've yep. lost Bridges, they've lost Johnson, they've lost some defensive juggernauts that have held it down for them. This is a team that has consistently been in the top 10 defensively. We'll see if that drops. We see that if that stays the same, but I want to see if they can defend. Mm. You know what I want to see? Kevin Durant. The key to me is Kevin Durant. It's a clean slate for him. Before the Achilles injury in 2019, we were discussing him as the best player in the world. So since 2019, we just haven't seen him either healthy enough or in a healthy situation to showcase what he can do. I actually have it broken down here. 2019-20, Achilles injury. 2021, shortened pandemic season. 21-22, you got the toxic situation. Kyrie misses half the season. You got the vaccine fee. Uh, and then Harden requests a trade. 
Okay, that's not a great situation. 22-23, KD is traded. He joins the Suns. He plays eight games. They do well. But even that was weird. He ends up getting a freak layup line mm. injury. So here we are coming into this season. And Kevin Durant is fully healthy. It's a brand new coach. They get a full training camp to work together. The, the big three, they all seem to like to be with each other. I'm really excited for probably the best situation we've seen. One of the generational talents in the NBA in Kevin Durant come out and show us what he can do. I love it. Sacrifice, defend Kevin Durant. Let's see what their owner, Matt Ishbia, had to say to Malika last week. So you take the helm of the Suns franchise in February. And it's been kind of quiet since then. It's not like you've been a part of three blockbuster trades. You plan on taking a breath anytime soon? I mean, what's the what's the mentality here? It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. And yeah, you know, we're trying to win. We're trying to win the championship. So we're if there's an opportunity to get our team better, make our team better, we're going to go for it. And that's what we've been doing. So we're in, we're involved with everything. And there's an opportunity. There's a lot of opportunities we passed on too. But uh, there's uh, some things that we really are excited about. We think we've got a great team. And right now we're making decisions to try to win a championship, win the NBA Cup, win the NBA championship, be involved with everything, and try to win as much as we can. And so. Um, that's what we're focused on, and, and if there's an opportunity, we look at it. Doesn't mean we take it, but we're we're active. So you're going for the sweep this year. You mentioned the NBA Cup and the NBA Championship. Well, we're trying to win everything we do. You know, whether it's a game, whether it's a sponsorship deal, whether it's a championship, yep. like we're trying to win, and, and I think that the players love that. I know the coaches love that, and then I think the whole city of Phoenix loves it that we're trying to win. We're not. We're not. I'm not mincing words. It doesn't mean we're going to win. But we're going to try, and they, they don't think for one second that we're not putting our, forward, our best foot forward every day. Jokic, boy, trying to rip it away from Matt Ispia, and then the little shove. Oh, wow, boy. In order to win a championship, that means going through and dethroning the current champions, the Denver Nuggets. So for the preseason game that's here, you've sorted who gets to bring the ball in, you or Nikola Jokic. That's all That's all been figured out. He, he controls the ball. He's a, he, everything's good. And now he's a great player. Obviously, I mean, what a great team. Their coach is a great coach. Their whole team is great. And, of course, the MVP, the star player. And so, I mean, obviously, the nice part for me as the owner is I don't actually have to play. I actually get to watch our great players compete, and I think it's going to be a great matchup. I think we played them well last year, and I think – we're definitely better this year than we were last year. Now, are we going to be good enough? We're going to find out all together as, as, as a team. All right, let's end here, Matt. What is maybe the thing that has been most unexpected as you've taken on this role and have gone into these really massive deals, including Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and, of course, shipping out DeAndre Ayton? Well, you know, what's most surprising is that people are surprised, right? Like, to me, like, I'm surprised that people think, like, oh, you're really involved. You're really trying to make things, like, of course, what did you think I bought the team to do? You think I came here to just kind of exist? Like, people, even I just answered a bunch of questions, people are like, so you want to make a lot of changes? You seem like you're active and engaged. Like, of course, we're trying to win. All I know is get involved, get engaged, and try to win. It doesn't mean you're always going to. I continue to say that because there's no guarantees in the mortgage business or in sports. However, there's never a day I'm not trying to get better. There's never a day we're not trying to win. So I'm engaged. I love it. I love basketball. I love business. And I'm, I'm a fan, too. I'm going to be involved with every detail to try to help us win. But, of course, I, I hire great people to do it. I'm not coaching the team. I'm not, you know, making every trade. Like, I'm involved. But uh, I'm surprised that people are surprised, I guess. There is plenty more from Malika in Phoenix coming later this week. Catch her sit down with Devin Booker tomorrow and Bradley Beal on Thursday on NBA Today. Still to come, we heard something yesterday that we have never heard before. A LeBron James audible? Wait until you hear this in just 60 seconds. Here's 
our next NBA preseason game. This one is on ESPN2 and the app. The Lakers host the Warriors at Crypto.com Arena on Friday. Coverage begins at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. But speaking of the Lakers, take a listen to what Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen was audibling to yesterday. LeBron James. That's how he should have said it. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> he should have said it just like that. Uh, LeBron tweeting, I wonder what LeBron James audible Josh Allen yelled out meant, LOL. I think the pass ended up being an incompletion. Oh, no. Maybe they'll try it next oh, week. Oh, no. Maybe they'll try it again next I mean, week. He is the all-time assist leader in the NBA. So, make- so you gotta make you got to make that pass. When you call I LeBron James audible, it has to be yeah. a completion. Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry is going deep. Yeah. Steph Ooh. Curry. I'm trying to think, like, what other, what other ones can be? Oh, going deep. That's yeah, going Deep. It's Steph Curry. That's going good. Deep. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, no answer for We're it. Nicole Jokic. No answer. I like that. Please don't ask me any football questions. Thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today. <laughs> yeah.